help if I turn this on, huh? Stand with me as we honor the reading of God's Word. I apologize. We'll be in Luke chapter 1 today, and we're going to start in verse 26 and end up in verse 38. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son, In her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you so much for the saints who are gathered here today uh, and who are worshiping you. Father, we pray that you will be glorified. We pray for those who are here today who may not know you as Lord and Savior. Father, it's our heart's desire and your heart's desire that they would repent of their sin and cry out to you. As Mark 1.15 says, that they might repent and believe. Father, we pray that we may believe that our, uh, in such a way that our lives are changed by the Holy Spirit of the gospel. And Father, we pray that as we listen to the word today, that we can take this in and let it impact our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I want to ask that all the kids come up and uh, join me on the stage here. I'm going to sit right here and then they can all come over here-ish. Y'all have a seat right over here, right up here. Have a seat right here, there you go. Face that way or me, it doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> All right. And I only let me preface this, okay? I'm always nervous when I do something like this for a couple reasons. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Number one, uh, it's not what I'm used to. So am I going to say the right thing? That's my number one fear up here. Am I going to say something just dumb, right? Number th- and that's every Sunday, right? So I'll just tell you that right now. 
And number two, I am not responsible for whatever your kids say today. I won't lead them to say anything out of the way, but sometimes they just say stuff and then they're your kids, so I mean, right? All right. All right, so what I want to do today is I want to get these guys' help. I want them to help me with the sermon, and I promise this will be, this is going to be short today because I know that uh, all of our attention spans are probably shorter and so I'm hoping that these guys can, can help our attention span. And uh, also, it's a good, good uh, physical lesson for them. I'll, I'll get some poster boards with Scripture, and uh, so we'll interact with, with some Scripture. So I'm hoping that they, that they talk, because if not, then this is busted, right? We're in big trouble. I'll have to get some help from you all. You want to sit by me right here? All right, jump up there. All right, cool. Okay. Can everybody see pretty good? That's why I wanted them to move the, the thing so you all could, could see them. And, uh, and I'm kind of baiting you a little bit. I put the microphones up, so if they do say something out of the way, everybody hears it. So, all right, right on. Uh, just kidding. I do want you to hear what they say if we, if we can pick those uh, microphones up. Uh, so, guys, let's go. Let's pray, and then we'll, we'll get started. Is that okay? All right. Father, I'm thankful for these young ones. I'm thankful for a time where we can... Uh, look at scripture and uh, understand that you are the author of all things, that we get things on Christmas, we get cards, we get toys, and, and we ask for things that, that we get on Christmas morning, but the greatest gift is your son Jesus. Uh, every single year we celebrate uh, you coming on the 25th, and Father, we pray that as we do so, and as we gather together as families, that we might uh, give the gifts that we desire to give and receive the gifts that we want and, uh, and, and know that they're given in love and received in love. But Father, I pray that, that as we do so, we might remember that you are the best gift that we could ever receive. You change our lives. You give us something that we absolutely don't deserve, which is forgiveness, unconditional love in a place with you forever in the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right. I've got a pop quiz here for you guys, okay? And I'm going to have the questions on the screen. And if you can't get the answers right, it's okay, because the answers will be following the questions. All right? So you'll see the first question on the screen. What was the name of the angel who brought a message to Mary? What was that? Gabriel. All right. Listen. Wait, we can, I'm not doing shaking hands, so I'm going to do this today, all right? All right, it's that time of year, okay? All right, so Gabriel, okay. Gabriel was sent by God to marry to which city? Almost, right? To Nazareth, right? That was a hard one. Yeah, that's a hard one. We, we get that back on him, okay? Mary was engaged to a man named Joseph. He was from the family line of what? King David. Good job, all right. Mary's cousin was having a baby too. What was her name? This is the last one. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. All right. And you're almost right. Whenever you don't know the answer, what do you say? You just say Jesus, right? I mean, hey, I would, when Christy and I were first married and, and we weren't going to church all that often, and she was working and I was supposed to go to church, but I didn't. I would say, she would say, what did he preach on today? And I would say, 
Jesus, right? I figure I couldn't get in trouble that way. So, and then she would cry, and then I would get in trouble. So, Jesus. So, listen to this verse, okay? I can't remember if it's on the overhead or not. Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Okay? So, how did Mary feel when the angel said this to her? Do you guys remember from our reading earlier? How did she felt surprised, yeah? But here's what the scripture said. She was troubled at his saying. Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Wouldn't that be kind of odd? An angel talking to you? And then you'd be like, hmm, what's going on here? Right? Then the angel said, don't be afraid. Why do you think the angel said, don't be afraid? What? She was scared, right? That angel knew. God sent, angel, sent that angel to say, hey, you know what? It's okay. This is a little scary, right? How many times do we see an angel at our house telling us something? Not real often, right? Never. So here's an angel talking to Mary, and so he knows, right? And so he says, hey, it's okay. Don't be afraid. And he says, you have found favor with God. Isn't that amazing? You have found favor with God. I'm going to bring out my little poster boards here. This is not my handwriting because it's not that neat. Carla, would you testify to that? Amen. This is not Brother Toby's handwriting. You all probably write neater than Brother Toby does. It's pretty bad. All right. I'm going to read through a few of these verses, and I want you to pick out some of the descriptors, okay, some of the words that describe Jesus, okay? There's not many on this one here, okay? And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God, okay? Hold on. I'm, I'm helping you. Throw that one away. Okay, let's look for some describing words. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Okay, the very first describing word about our Savior right here is the very last word. It begins with a J. What is it? It's the, right, your number one go-to answer, right? Jesus. So they say, here's what you're supposed to name this child, Jesus, right? Is that what you're going to say? Right on, you smart kid. Mom and Daddy teaching you well. Okay, what verse is this? Luke 132. Skylar, why don't you read this? Come over here close to me. He will be great and will be called the Son of Eternal. The Most High and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. Okay, what's another descriptor word that we might find right here about huh? Lord God? Right, what else? Okay, his father David, he was given the throne of the father David. Okay, he called the son of what? Son of the Most High. Isn't that awesome? Son of the Most High. Let's go over to this one. What verse is this, Kinley? Luke one thirty-three. Who wants to read this one? Right, you want to read it?
mind? What's some more descriptor words here? What will he do? What does that word mean? Reign. What does that mean? He will reign over the house of Jacob. He's not talking about liquid snow. What's he, what's he mean here? He will reign. Anybody? It means he's the king of. He's over it. He's on the throne. He's got all the power. Right? He will reign. That's a, that's a kingly word they use for, for kings and queens. Okay? What's another word we got here? In the kingdom, there will be no end. How long is that? Forever, right? It never stops, does it, Skylar? Never stops. You guys did a good job. All right. Let me put this aside, and we'll use these verses here in just a minute. Okay? Let me ask you a couple questions. This is where it gets dangerous. Why do some people celebrate Christmas? Why do some people celebrate Christmas? Because they love Jesus. Jesus' birthday. Brantley, did you have your hand up? What did you support? Because we celebrate Jesus Christ. Why do other people celebrate Christmas? Skylar? That's right. Some people celebrate because, you want to say something, Abigail? He did. He did. And some people do celebrate at Christmas time to get presents, don't they? Right? Do y'all get presents at Christmas? Yeah. Y'all got some presents already? You going to open them today? That sounds pretty good. I've been opening some all week, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And some people do celebrate Christmas because they get presents. Why do Christians celebrate Christmas? You can. That's right. That's a good. It's fun to play with Christmas toys, isn't it? So, and why do Christian? Why do Christians do that? Why do we celebrate Christmas? Because we get we get presents, right? We get toys. I like to get toys for Christmas. Y'all like to open up socks and stuff? I do. I'm like, when you're old, it's like, hey, socks. But you know what's pretty cool, too? Stuff that you can work with and stuff that you can, like, just drive around. I like Legos. Just throwing it out there. I mean, if someone wants to get me a Lego City set for Christmas, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Right? But Christians celebrate Christmas because Jesus came. Right? He did. Okay. Now, let me read this verse right here. Who hasn't read yet? Who would like to read? Kinley, do you want to read? All right. What's this verse? You guys know this one, right? Okay, what does it say? Amen. This is why God sent his son, Jesus, to be born. And whenever you guys get presents, whenever you get open up your stocking or you get some presents from grandparents or your parents, remember the greatest gift that we're given is what? Jesus. That's what you're going to say, wasn't it? 
and eternity. That's what I'm talking about. Jesus is the greatest gift that we can get. Do you remember what you got for Christmas three years ago? There's always one who says, yeah, I do, right? Yeah, I don't remember what I got three years ago. Do y'all? And there'll be one of y'all that say, yeah, I do, right? But most of us don't. We, most of us don't. I don't remember what I preached last week half the time, right? I know y'all don't. I'm not asking that, right? But these are temporary things, aren't they? Aren't they? That's what I'm talking about. You want to eat some food too? Right on. So guys, Jesus, God sent Jesus as the best gift ever. And why did he do that? Why did he need to send Jesus? Henley? We could have eternal life, but we have a problem. What's the problem that God had to send Jesus for? Skylar? Because we sin. And what is sin? When you slap your brother. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. What if he has it coming? Is it still sin? Yes, because we still don't slap our brother, right? This is fun. What's another sin? Right, disobeying your parents. See, it's easy to convince people that we have sin, isn't it? I've never met a single person that doesn't say, I've got some sin. You might have to define what sin is, right? It's when you do anything wrong. And a good way to define sin is take people through the Ten Commandments. Just to say, hey, have you ever lied? Well, who hasn't, right? Have you ever stolen anything? Yeah, I've downloaded some music off. I've taken a paperclip from work. I ate that little Debbie cake that didn't have my name on it because it was my favorite, Right? Maybe I ate Ina's cake that was left over here. Maybe I didn't. I'm just teasing. She was asking me if I saw a cake, and I just thought that'd be a good reason there. So just take people through the Ten Commandments, and they'll say, yeah. And God's standard is what? What does God demand of us? How about you guys? He, he demands perfection. Can any of us attain that? Can we be perfect? No, we can't. Right? And I've, I've said before, like these guys right here, and especially the younger ones, they are sinning machines, right? If there's anything that you don't have to teach people how to do, it's to break God's law. We, ha we have a hard time being good, don't we? Sometimes y'all wake up in a bad mood and you just want to be bad. That's what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Kinley said, yeah. And Wesley, I know it. I feel you. Sometimes you just wake up and you're just like, whatever. Someone's getting a smack today. But, you know, you just, you just can't do that. Right? Because God wants us to behave and God wants us to love on other people. Right? Now check this verse out right here. Be nice. Yes. And we can only do that through Jesus. Okay? Now check this verse out right here. This is Hebrews 10:12. But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. Amen. One time. Jesus came and he lived a perfect life. He was a perfect man, God. He went and died on a cross that he did not deserve. He didn't deserve that death. 
right on. You want something going? Okay. He died that death for who? Who did he die for? He died for us. He died for mom and dad. He died for all the folks here and their sins, didn't he? Friends, on your way out, I want to encourage you. There's a larger version of this. If you haven't picked one of these up and went through it, I want to encourage you to go through this little red book. It's on this table over here. And in the back, there's a lesson number six, and it has the bridge of life on there. And on this side right here, this is where we are. We're separated from God. Here's us, and here's God, and we're in our sins. We've done things that are wrong, and we can't help it. And he died on the cross, and the only way to get to God is through the cross of Christ. And this is a good illustration because it shows that what we try to do, we, we say, oh, we're baptized, or I go to church, or I try to be good, or I read God's word, or I do all these things, and it doesn't matter. Because God's standard is perfection, and the only one who can reach that is, is God through Jesus Christ. So we have to trust in the sacrifice that he has done for us. So I want to encourage you to pick one of these up on the way out and read this. And there's a sample prayer on the side here that you might pray to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It's not by reading a prayer. I can say to you, how did you come to the Lord Jesus? And you can say, I read a prayer. And that's not how we do that. It's by repenting of our sins and putting our faith and trust in him. And his Holy Spirit will absolutely change us. And some of you have done that. Right now, let me pray for you all. Pray that you guys have a good um, Christmas with your families. And I want to pray for those who are here today who maybe don't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior because that's why we celebrate. And I have a present for you all, okay? But don't eat it in here because I'll find them in the pews, all right? All right, let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you for this time. And Lord, I thank you for these kids. I thank you for their, the love that they have here at church and at home. Father, we pray that um, as we go out in our communities that we can share the good news of the gospel. We pray, Father, for maybe those who are here today who don't know you as Lord and Savior. We pray that they would recognize they do have sin, they need to repent of that sin, and that you are faithful and just to forgive that sin. Your word says that you loved us even while we were broken sinners. What an awesome thing that is, that forgiveness that you freely offer, that gift that you offer, and all we have to do is receive it. Father, we pray that as we go uh, and travel today, that you'll give us, and tomorrow maybe, that you'll give us safety, and that we can come back at the next appointed time to worship you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let me get something for you guys real quick. Now, y'all reach in and grab a, grab one. Here's one for you. Grab one. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. You want a green one? Anybody else? Here's my iPad telling me time's up. All right, reach in. He's choosy like his daddy. There you go. <laughs> All right. You get one of these? Okay, head on back to your pews. Thank you, Avery. Mason, you going to hang out with me? You can hang out up here if you want.
As the musicians come and we sing our final uh, song for the day, our invitational hymn, I want to ask the um, congregation to get in a big circle. I'm going to ask that you not hold hands. Uh, I don't want your germs and you don't want anybody else's germs. Uh, But if you would, go ahead and stand and spread out and get around a circle here. Whoop, I'm sorry. Before we do that. Thank you. And thank you and appreciate what you and Christy do and leadership. And Miss Carla, I got one for you, but I want to make sure you stand up with us. I know you have several walks. <laughs> Carla does an excellent job Amen. here at the church. And we just thank you for your leadership and your zeal for the Lord. Thank you. We love you. And if you're not a member of this church, we would invite you to come and join with us. Uh, if you're not a Christian, we certainly would invite you to accept the Lord today mm. and what he's done for you. So we Amen. appreciate it, Brother Dave. Thank now, you. We'll go ahead and Appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, y'all stand up and make a, make a circle. Uh, we'll just stand by one another and pretend like we're holding hands. Y'all, y'all head on out of the pews. You've got to go on out. Make your way on up front of here, and we'll, we'll fill in the spaces. And then Randy and uh, Almeida and Barbara will, will lead us in this, this last... Uh, song for the day. And I want to encourage you that if you would like to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, there's nothing magical about what I, what I say or what I do. Uh, you can receive Jesus on your own. Uh, the Bible tells you exactly what to do. There's no magic prayer to do so. Uh, but I want to encourage you to do that. But saying that, if you'd like to talk to me and say, hey, what, where do I look? How do I do this? I really need to know Christ as my Savior. Uh, as we file out, just Come get me and say, hey, Toby, I need to chat with you for a few minutes. I'd be glad to do it. Uh, Randy. Mm-hmm.